Welcome back to the showcast here on Next Level. Uh, our guest this week is a comedian actress who I'm actually very excited to spend a little time with. And I'm honestly, I'm, I'm kind of jealous of her, but we'll get into that in a little bit. She can be seen now every week on the new Hit Stars original comedy, Ash vs. Evil Dead. Please welcome to the program, Dana DiLorenzo. Dana, thanks for spending some time tonight. Then that was the most loaded introduction. I found out that you're, you want to like be with me, but you're jealous of me. I mean, I, there's so, we need to, we have a lot to cover. We have a lot to talk about. I want to get to the root of these issues. Right, I want, I want us, I want us to kiss and make up at the end. I, I think that sounds fair. So. Okay. I think so too. How so. are you? Thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem. I'm doing well. Are you, uh, East coast home? I think you're Midwest from where you live now. Are you Ohio? Or? Yes. Well, that's a, you know, that's, that's a tough question to answer. I am from Ohio um, and from Youngstown, Ohio, which is basically Pennsylvania, which I know you're from, right? You're Philly boy. Yeah, Philly boy. Um, so you're Penn, and my, well, my grandfather was born in Philly. So everyone like thinks because, thinks that I'm from New York because I apparently have some accent that's from New York. But I think it's just like the blend of my, my father's side, like my grandfather and just being Italian. I think we all just sort of talk like, we're all from New York, yeah. but I'm from Ohio. But uh, Philly has a very special place in my heart, as does uh, as is the East Coast in general. So, I, um, yeah. So you spend some time out here too, I think, too, don't you? Every once in a while. I yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. My um, our family vacation every year uh, with my parents and my brother was to Cape May, New Jersey, um, and it's it's my one of my favorite spots in the world, and it just has a lot of nostalgia for me and. Um, I haven't been there in so long, but we used to go up and then spend the night, um, not overnight, but spend the night in Wildwood. Okay. And to this day, I will randomly, I'll just be like sitting in traffic on the 405 in LA and I'll just hear in my head, well, what, 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 the tram car, please. Well, what, 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 the tram car, please. Yeah, that's I'm how. in my over and over. That's how we know you're definitely from, you've been down to Jersey Shore because everybody who's been down there knows even- that sound. Everyone has been down there. Everyone has bought one of those cheesy, terrible, butta bing shirts or whatever. <laughs> when they always have like those ridiculous expressions, like for babies, even where it's like, "Hey, my mom's drunk, and so am I." You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. who buys these? But they're so fun to look at, and you, you, everyone owns one who's been on the who's been on that part of the the country for sure yeah you got to at some point in your life i know i know another one i see down there all the time and i've even seen it on tv shows and stuff like that now is the fbi female body inspector (laughs) it's it's so ridiculous (laughs) that it's almost as good as i'm with stupid yeah almost i mean those your female body inspector yeah i definitely have seen that Oh man. Um so yeah. I I want to talk a little bit about Ash vs Evil Dead obviously. I know uh, I was completely stoked to find out that you know we were going to be returning to the world of Ashley Williams and and Evil Dead and uh, I, you know I was really happy to find out that it was coming back to life and and so far I've seen every episode of the show. Uh, so far I have real I've not been disappointed one bit. Like I I get chills when I watch cuz I'm I'm reliving cuz I'm a huge fan of the originals and I'm reliving you know, fandom from when I first saw these movies, even though I think it focuses, oh I think it focuses more on the first film. It hasn't necessarily touched base on the second or army of darkness, which was the third. Right. Uh, well, a couple of things. First of all, you just gave me chills because I, I love hearing that. Um, and I know everyone uh, involved uh, in the show 
loved hearing that because first and foremost, uh, Sam Raimi and, and Bruce Campbell and Rob Tappert have made it very clear over and over in multiple interviews. The only reason this exists is because of the fans. Yeah. And because, you know, since the last one came out, what was it, 90, Dark Army of Darkness was, what, 92? Um, yeah, I think it was early 90s. Was, yeah, yeah. It, it's been, well, basically, you know, it's been over 20 years that fans have been pestering and bothering and clamoring <laughs> Sam to make another one. And he makes so many jokes about it. He's like, finally, you know, we had to do it. I just, you know, we, we didn't know what format to do it. And so, you know, it was a big risk. Um for them, obviously, to transition into a completely different medium like television. Um, and, you know, it's so many years later. So the fact that it was made purely for passion and appreciation of the fan base that, that this franchise has garnered, um, to hear from real, like, lifelong fans, not real, there's not fake fans, I just mean, like, hearing it live, hearing it live, you know, to, that that you are not disappointed and that you're it, it's it's everything you want it to be and it's it's just so great to hear because I can tell you from the bottom to the top and back down everybody put in 150 percent and everyone like every step of the way was keeping the fans in mind and and you know credit to to the creators and to the great Bruce Campbell because I think he is better than he's ever been um, in this role I mean I love him in all of the movies but I have to say. This, you know, older, slower, uh, man, girl, wearing ash <laughs> might be my favorite. Like I'm dead. He, he just makes me laugh. I laugh all over again when I watch them myself, honestly. Yeah. He's just so, so good. I've, I've been a huge Bruce Campbell fan for so many years. I mean, I've, I, again, I've seen a bunch of the other movies. He's like Bubba Hotep and like all these sci-fi me movies too. that he's done. Me I, too. That was my first Bruce movie. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I, I love Army of Darkness was actually mine. And then I went back and watched the original Evil Dead movies. Um, I've had the opportunity to meet Bruce two or three times. He was a super nice guy every time I met him. I can't imagine what it's like to work with him on set every day. You know what I say? And it sounds so annoying and cheesy, but I, I really, I'm honest to a fault, but it's how I explain it to people who've asked me is um, to anyone who's already a fan of him. He's everything you hope that he is only better. Yeah. If there's a way to like, he is that larger than life personality. He walks in the room and he just has his presence. Plus he's like, a tall mountain of a man with a booming voice. So, you know, he's there. Yeah. Um, and, and he is so funny and so enigmatic, but then also I feel like I got to see a different side that not everyone gets to see, which was like the working Bruce, the Bruce who took the leadership role of, you know, taking us new kids, um, in and I, I, I like to say under his chainsaw wing, but, you know, taking us in and showing us the ropes and, I mean, he really became a, a real mentor to me. Um, it's kind of like life imitating art because uh, he, he, when he's in his serious mode, he's very just like kind and sweet. And I, he probably doesn't want me saying this because, because, you know, you got to keep up that awesome image. But he really is just one of the most wonderful men I've ever met and so wicked smart, man. Yeah. He, he knows like he's one of those people, and my dad's actually this way, who just knows everything like about everything can like have a conversation about anything from, you know, history to, I don't know, calculus, <laughs> I'm sure. But, uh, but awesome man. And he just kept us laughing the entire time. 
Like, there's so much in the final version that you're seeing that is him, uh, that was an improvised thing. Um, and we all got to do it. We all get some good moments in there that were just off the cuff. But, um, like, from one of my, one of the ones I was so surprised to see it in there and so excited about it, um, two episodes ago, so it been, yeah, episode five, um, he, at the very end, when he gets the hand, when Pablo makes the new yeah. um, hand for him, and he just flips the bird at the very end. That was just him being silly after a couple takes. But I love that he used it because it's so perfectly Ash, because here he is, you know, having a genuine moment, taking responsibility, which we never see him do, feeling like a little bit guilty, and then all of a sudden, boom, back into Ash mode. It, it was, But that was totally Bruce Campbell <laughs> just throwing it out there, you yeah. know? Yeah, I know he's we've been doing this podcast for about two years now and we've talked to so many great people. But I know when we first started this, um, we each have like our little like top three bucket list of people that at some point in our time doing this, we would love to talk to. And Bruce is in my top three. I've reached out to him before, but I know he's such a busy guy and I know he's really tough to get a hold of. Yeah. So I'm hoping one day. Hey, listen, man, I'll try and put. I don't see him that often. I'm not going to see him probably till we uh, go start up on season two. But I'll I'll put in a good word for you, Paisan. I, pre- I appreciate it because if I I'd love to talk to him one day, you know, the same way. But I mean, speaking of season two, that had to make you feel really good that you know, Stars picked this show up for season two before season one had even started. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I can't say enough about every day of this whole process. Um, from the audition to to where we are today, I mean, I continually am like, okay, because I'm very Italian and I we, I wear like the it's called the malocchio to like keep away uh-huh. the evil eye. There's too many good things happening that like something bad's gonna <laughs> I'm gonna get hit. I my apartment I'm gonna like in the most ridiculous things. I'm like I'm gonna fall down the stairs and break my neck today just because <laughs> everything is like this is too amazing. Um, because uh, from the get go, you know, even getting this job. And it happened very quickly for me and out of the blue. I never in a million years thought I was ever going to get this part. And it was, so that's probably why I got it. Cause I went in there. I'm like, yeah, I'm never going to get this. I'm not worried about it. It's never going to pick me. Yeah. And like three, I mean, it was like an audition, a callback. And then boom, I was screen testing with Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi. That caught me off guard. And then to know once I got it, oh, by the way, you don't have to deal with the hell of pilot season, which I've done a few pilots and you hold on to hope that the network picks it up and it tests really well. And then nothing ever happens with it. Doesn't get, doesn't even see the light of day or it gets canceled two episodes. in. I mean, this is the reality we live in uh, as an actor right now, you know, in, in this day and age. So to know that it was already greenlit for season one, yeah. like full on was exciting. Then it was actually the most beautiful, beautifully <laughs> poetic thing. It was um, the day of our Los Angeles premiere like big premiere, shutting down Hollywood Boulevard. It was at the Chinese Brahmin Theater. And it was right first thing in the morning and got the call that it was picked up for season two. I, I really, my head was spinning. Yeah. I just, every day I'm like that new and like annoying person who's like, thank you. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> thank you. Like I go and meet fans and they're like, thank you so much. I'm like, no, no, thank you. <laughs> thank you for giving me a job. My parents, thank you for giving me a job. <laughs> You know, so, uh, yes, I I am so grateful to stars. We could not be on a better network, man. They are, they are rock stars because they just let us not, I mean, they let the the creators have complete control and complete creative freedom. 
And just when you're like, they're never going to let us do that. They're like, nope, go for it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's, it's really awesome. I got I to gotta hand it to stars. They're, they're pretty spectacular. I mean, and you mentioned the fans too. You know, you know, like you said, these movies started out with the first Evil Dead probably about like, what, 30 years ago. I mean, and the fans have been massive over this course of time. Did that, I know you auditioned for the part, but when you, when you got the part, you had to have known how fanatical the fans were. Did that make you nervous or scared at all going into this? You know, I, yeah, of course. And, and to be honest, I don't, I, I'm still kind of playing catch up. To be honest, I still don't even think any of this is real. Like, I'm like, wait a minute, what? I'm on a, I'm on a show. Like, I'm not going to work at the bar tonight. I don't understand what's happening. Because um, I was working at a bar when, this, when I got this job. Um, and I have to say, like, I, I didn't, fully understand or I couldn't grasp the magnitude of it, of, of the, the fan base, I should say. I always knew that it was a game-changing franchise. I had seen Army of Darkness. I, I knew what this was, and I knew it had a fan base. But until you, we really started getting in it, and I'm starting now, just now, to really get some one-on-one time with fans and see, <laughs> like I said, real fans, yeah. real-life fans. <laughs> Um, I have to say, to, to tell you the truth, at the beginning, I, I was absolutely terrified. Um, and the first time uh, when Ray and I, Ray Santiago, played Pablo, when we met up, when it got announced, because we had never even met, we had never, you know, auditioned together or anything. So we kind of were in this this place of, oh, my God, like, this this is amazing, but it's terrifying because the, let's talk about the obvious. Number one, it's a, it's a continuation of something that's so beloved. So expectations are going to be high. Number two, um, it's really about one man, and that is Ash Williams. And now all of a sudden, Ash Williams is going to have sidekicks. What if they hate that? <laughs> and oh my God, what if they hate us? Um, or what if it's what if it's terrible? You know. So you, but I have to say one thing I learned is I I took a lot from from Ash. I'd say if like someone had asked me, what did you learn from this whole experience? And I can I just from watch. This episode is all in my head, so I'm, I'm going to quote Ash Williams, shoot first, think never. <laughs> Honestly, which is the complete opposite of who I am. I'm like overthinker anonymous. Um, and so you just, it was one of the things where Sam and, and Craig, the showrunner, and, and Bruce, everybody from day one was like, we're going we're gonna to have a good time making this. You're all meant to be here. We all believe in you. Um, let's have a great time and make a killer show. And so they, that sort of cast everyone's fears aside, at least us newbies, because we're like, okay, they, they believe in us so we can do this, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, and so now to answer, sorry, I don't know how to answer in a <laughs> concise way at all. I get cut off on every friggin' voicemail. Um, it's, a, <laughs> it's a problem. Sorry, I, I'm not getting any, you would think I'd get better by having done a bunch of interviews. No, no I'm getting don't. worse. I'm talking more. <laughs> um, whatever. I'm sorry. You can edit, edit it. Later. No, Make keep it going. It's out. fine. <laughs> but I did want to say, um, I was lucky enough. My first time to see fans was at New York comic con, which was such a mind blowing experience. Cause I've never been to comic con. Yeah. Um, and getting to see them there and getting to see their reaction to the surprise viewing of the first episode, obviously like well before it came out. I mean, the entire, I'm getting chills thinking about it. The, I mean, it was 2,400 people at the Hammerstein ballroom and the building shook. Uh-huh. I'm not even kidding. Like it was the, the vibration in the room. It was, it, it, it was electrifying. And then um, just a couple of weeks ago, I went to Chicago 
my old stomping grounds and um, uh, was at a horror convention called Days of the Dead and got to spend like three days one-on-one with all of these fans and hearing their stories of the first time they saw Evil Dead and which one was it and who were they with and what did they think. And I mean, I just, I'm loving it because to be a part of something, to be a new person, a part of something that means so much to so so many people, I'm just, I'm just grateful and I, I'm just loving hearing the anecdotes about it because I get a front row seat to this whole thing. How cool is that? I'm yeah. very lucky. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're part of this lore now. I mean, this franchise is, you know, it's getting a fresh, I don't even want to say fresh start because it, it's not starting the franchise over, but you know, it's, it's a fresh new chapter and now you're, you're permanently a part of this story, which has got to be pretty awesome. I mean, it's, it is, well, I, I would be careful with the word permanent because none of us are safe. We were, uh, it, <laughs> that's yeah. the exciting thing is like, you know, it's kind of like that's, that's the good and bad of, of, of horror shows is that nobody is ever safe. Yeah. And I'm not saying I'm not alluding to anything. I'm just, I have gotten it in my head. Like, you know what? It's, it, it was told us to us very early on, like, <laughs> You're going to get scripts two days in advance and anybody can go. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm going to put my money that Bruce Campbell's going to be the first one to go. Huh? <laughs> huh? And everyone's like, no. And I go, no, I'm kidding. Obviously. Well, I mean, with, with the, yeah, with the show being called Ash versus Evil Dead, I'm, I, probably it's pretty, not. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's safe. Probably but I mean, not. But if it wasn't called Ash versus Evil Dead, I, I wouldn't put my money against that because your character. No way. Your no character. Well, no, it's his. It's his thing, man. It is, but I mean, it's it could be. Better be not leave. If there's any one person in this show now, though, that I think could take over the mantle that Ash has, it's your character, Kelly. I mean, she has. She's definitely coming uh, on in her into herself as a badass since the first episode, and not only that, but she now she kind of has the same penchant for vengeance that Ash does for the these deadites killing her parents. Spoiler alert to anybody who hasn't seen it yet, but sorry, yeah. So, but I mean, if if there's any one person between you and Kelly and Pablo, Kelly could absolutely take up the mantle. That's just my opinion. Well, that gave me chills. I mean, and that's. And, you know, I have no idea. None of us have it. Like I said, I got scripts like I was memorizing lines, you know, on set because they kept them very tightly under wraps. Um, but that's really interesting that you uh, have made that observation because one of the things um, that Sam and I talked about and then um, Craig and I talked about was, you know, when we were developing, because Kelly sort of grew as I grew into the role and as the writers sort of figured out where they were going to go. Um, so we were all sort of learning from each other as we went along, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and just like building blocks, man. And okay, well now it's this and now it's this, but we sort of always knew her, her general, um, demeanor, which was, uh, Sam, I mean, Sam told me in my, uh, in my, what am I trying to say? Screen test. Um, Hey, uh, so we're going to put your, we would be putting Kelly through a lot this season. Um, she, she definitely goes through the most, the most quickly. Um, and one of the storylines you want to do, spoiler alert, turn down your volume if you don't want to hear this. If you haven't, if you haven't seen up at least until five. Um, but he's like, he said, um, she's going to be possessed and it's going to be very physically and mentally draining and you're going to have to do this, that, and the other. Are you okay with that? And I've seen my audition tape and I just, like light up and I like put my hands in the air. Like when you cross the finish line of a race and just like, you know, cherries of fire started playing or something. Cause I was like, Oh my God, 
I would love that. I've always wanted to play someone evil. I've like loved Jack Nicholson and, and growing up and, you know, the Joker was like a dream role. <laughs> like the Jack Nicholson Joker was like yeah. a dream role when I was younger. So I was like, yeah, man, I'm game for all of that. And he's like, okay, and you're going to be able to do stunts and do harness work. I'm like, sign me up. <laughs> I, I, again, like I never thought I was going to get it, but I was super excited that idea. Um, but anyway, I'm totally, I digress. To, to one of the things we discussed was that, you know, she's actually more similar to Ash than either of them would like to admit, which is why they, it's such a fun relationship to watch, mm-hmm. um, unfold because they, I like, I don't know what they like more, like fighting deadites or pushing each other's buttons, <laughs> you know, because, and they have such a, like, um, an older, older brother, younger sister relationship in a way, or, or crazy uncle. And yeah, I don't know, but, um, they, they really, you can, I've started to notice, um, even by just watching it, that, that they are pretty similar. Um, but then at the same time, like you, I feel like Pablo would be, a, 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 he's definitely a viable option to, uh, to follow an action footsteps, especially after that epic scene with the brutal fall, spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, and, and the flames and the fire. So, um, you know, or, or there's no one taking it over and it's just Ashley Williams as always, which is, I think what is probably going to, what is the rightful, the rightful <laughs> thing to do. But, um, but yeah, it has been really fun getting to, to sort of play this butting heads with, with Ash. Um, but then also to really have some, some genuine sweet moments between them. Yeah. Um, and, and having like in that second episode when Kelly's parents eyes, and at the end, his like, his way of comforting her is to compliment himself. You know, when he said, <laughs> you know, you're kind of like a young me that I threw in your life and you're hot as hell. That is the perfect way <laughs> to explain Ash Williams. Like, I don't really know what to say. Well, I'm going to try and make you feel better, but it's still about me. By the way, that, <laughs> no. whole, that whole scene at the end of that episode, too, is probably still to this day one of my favorites. And it's not the compliments that he's given himself. It's the fact that he's putting crosses down for your parents. And you just turn to him and be like, you know, they're Jewish, right? <laughs> it's just, it's little moments like that, that totally make that show. And that's one of the reasons why I love it. I'm all, well, props to the writers, man. And props to Craig DiGregorio because that is, that is all them. Um, and, and they are even more gracious because they, they're so collaborative and are always willing, you know, for us to sort of, you know, Sam had to sit down. And he was like, let's rewrite the scene. And like, asked me to help him rewrite the scene. I was like, what, what is happening right now? <laughs> what are you talking about? You know, and that's just, but that's why I think the show is working because everybody is, cares about it so much. And everybody is, is working as a team. No one is trying to get the accolades or I don't even know how to say it. It's just it's a team effort, and everybody really cares about the story that they're telling, um, and everyone really gets along. So I think that's the magic sauce, and that's why I think it's doing well for for the fans. Yeah, I think it's one of those things that I mean, even though it's been a long time since they've they've delved into this universe. If you look back at it, you know the original Evil Dead. This is what made Bruce and Sam. This is what started their career. So when I heard that they were making this show the fact that Bruce and Sam were behind it and the same thing with the evil dead movie that they had just done a couple years ago. When you, when you hear that right. Sam and Bruce, um, 
uh, are behind it, you know they're not. And gonna, Rob and Rob Tabbers. Yeah, you, you know they're they're not going to let anything happen to this. This is their this is a passion project for it's them. Their baby. Yeah. yeah, it's their baby. And just the same way, Sam's not going to let anything happen to that Delta man. Oh my god, we, that Delta! We got so many good stories about that Delta. It's so good. I love the fact that the Delta is in is still around. I mean, obviously, I think the original Delta, I don't know where he said it is. I know I have read it. Yeah, he hasn't said where it is because Bruce Campbell wants the original, original. (laughs) Sam is like, it gets this little smirk on his face and he said, I will never, ever tell him. Yeah. He's never getting that car. But I will, (laughs) but I will tell you what, you would never know. Like I, I, when, when I had my first scene in the Delta, I was like, is this the original? Because the detail that you don't eat, that the camera doesn't even see on the inside. I mean, it smells like it was from the 70s, for sure. <laughs> um, the, the seats were so big. Like, you could have a dance party in the back. And that's where I got to sit. So I was, like, laying down between tanks. I'm like, it's more comfortable than my bed. <laughs> but, like, no, I mean, it, but just the detail. And, like, the, the locks don't work. And every time, you know okay, we're done, we're going to move the camera, and you, like, really have to go to the bathroom, and then you're trying to get out, and then there's going to be, like, three people coming and unlock it from the other side. Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. Anyone who grew up with, like, an older car will, would enjoy it. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, they brought that, because, you know, we shoot in New Zealand, um, even though it's Detroit that the show takes place, and we shoot in stunningly gorgeous New Zealand. So they, like, shipped three or four of those cars over. How crazy. <laughs> How awesome is that, man? Well, I guess we can just add that to another reason why I'm jealous of you, because that's one of those places I've always wanted to visit is New Zealand and Australia. And you're filming over there. That with, I, will, I will let you be with jealous Bruce. of that because I'm jealous of myself. <laughs> I am. Because uh, if it makes you feel any better, I have not really been, I've not really traveled that much in my life. Uh-huh. So, so this was like the fact that I get to go there is like, it's like, okay, I used up all my travel karma, and now I get to shoot in <laughs> New Zealand where everything is magical and perfect, and they have double rainbows. True story. Double perfect rainbow. Like, perfect rainbow. That, you s- that you've seen for yourself? I, we were shooting in that scene in the first episode. Um, I think it's on the – I wonder if any of the behind-the-scenes video stuff is going to make it on, like, the DVD because I – such an asshole <laughs> because we're in the middle. So it's the scene in the very first one on the Sam's directing and it's, we're outside of value shop. And by the way, it was actually like they brought in a massive industrial wind machine and leaves and rain didn't even need it because it was actually really raining <laughs> crazy and windy that day. Legitimately. Uh-huh. So it would rain on and off and the weather in New Zealand is insane. At that, on the, that day, it was like five minutes. It's sunny, five minutes. It's raining. So because of that, I'm now like on that bike, look, you know, trying to start it. It's a very scary moment, all this stuff. And then, the, I mean, I finished the take, but I was so distracted because I was like, oh my God, everybody, it's a double rainbow and it's perfect. <laughs> oh my God, I've never even seen a full rainbow. And like all the Kiwis, like the, the, the New Zealand crew is like, yeah, <laughs> they don't, they're not impressed at all. They're like, don't you have, don't you have rainbows and in the United States. I was like, yeah, maybe in like Hawaii or, you know, I don't know, Oregon or something. Not in, not in Ohio. Yeah. For sure. Not in, not in California where it hasn't rained in about a decade. So, yeah. Where you're in the middle uh, of a drought. Right. But uh, New Zealand, man, I cannot say enough about that and about the crew that we have there. 
Um, they're just, it's magical. And it's, I will tell you now, put to your bucket list. It's really not it's like, it's not as far as you think it's the flight. Like you sleep overnight and you're there because yeah. the time difference isn't that crazy from all well, least from the West coast. I mean, it is, they're like a two days ahead, but, but it's real. you, anybody's listening, go to New Zealand, go, go, go. And the people there are like Midwest mentality. It was so kind. And they're every, the best food I've had in my life, everywhere you look, you, you, you like run out of space on your phone because you're taking pictures constantly. <laughs> and I wasn't even in with the, what the locals consider, like we don't even film in, we film in Auckland, which is the North Island. South Island is where um, like Lord of the Rings films and a bunch of these epic shows film. And that's where all of the Kiwis are like, well, that's really the beauty of New Zealand. And I'm like, really? Cause I'm, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm pretty friggin' impressed with whatever magical second rate fairyland that I'm in right now. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. You definitely should go then. Uh, it's, it's on my bucket list. It's been on my bucket list for as long as I can remember. So I'll get there eventually. Okay, I, I hope so. so. You have to come, like, interview us on set. That'll be your new new life goal. Oh, I, that and would, you can meet Bruce in New Zealand, dude. That would be amazing. That would be I mean, fantastic. Let's put, it, let's put that intention out there, man. I think you should write that in your diary today, your Hello <laughs> Kitty diary, and then you put it out there. There you go. So, actually, it's a diary in the shape of the Necronomicon, so. Oh, even, okay, well, you know, I was kind of hoping it wasn't Hello Kitty, but I don't judge. <laughs> I don't judge. Um, I know I mentioned two things. There is one other thing I am jealous of you about that I have to mention before, oh God. before we stop this interview. What can I do you, to get you to not be jealous? You, as I said, you 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 film in New Zealand, which is one. You work with Bruce, which is two. But you have also worked with one of my top three favorite comedians ever. And believe it or oh, not, boy. before you did Ash versus Evil Dead, I recognized you from this thing that you did. You used to work with Craig Ferguson. I did <laughs> used to work with Craig Ferguson. And what a talent he is, huh? I, I, what's it like working with him too? Because he just seems like another one of those. He's, he's not anybody I've had the opportunity to talk to or, or meet, which I'd love to. But he seems like another one of those that's just very genuine and extremely nice guys. Absolutely. I mean, and he is, he is uh, another one, man. One thing that I don't think anybody knows, you, you know, when he does like the opening monologue uh-huh. and usually those are, you know, those are written and every day, like they would be written and the writers would write them. And I, cause I would see um, what the, what the things were that were going to go on the teleprompter. You know, they would give you a script of what's coming up, whatever. He never, he's, <laughs> I don't think he ever read it once. All of that was just improvised. I mean, that man is so brilliant. And also, I got to give props to my to my pal Josh Robert Thompson, yeah. who played Jeff the Robot. Uh-huh. Um, and and actually, uh, he has a new show that's going to be coming out that I did as well. That's super funny. But the two of them together, I mean, I I, I was it was such an experience. I, I again like. I, I'm glad I didn't have to do more because half the time I was just laughing too hard and I wasn't, so I was supposed to hate them when I played, you know, the CBS executive. And, yeah. and so it was a good thing that, that I didn't, didn't have to see me all the time because I was just crying with laughter every single time. Well, I loved it. Cause it, he was great. Yeah, was great. It got to the point where I know you were supposed to hate them all the time. And then it just got to the point where eventually you were just out there dancing with Craig and secretariat. <laughs> pretty and, much. Pretty much. <laughs> you were just part I of the gang now at that point. 
And then, like, once in a while, Craig would, like, just say something and, like, try to, you know, flick off Beth. And I was like, oh, right, I have to be mad. Hey, no. Because <laughs> you know, I never knew, you know, I was completely, I was completely improvised as well. So you never knew. That was the really tough part is you never knew, like, if he was going to come to you at all. Like, because if he, if, he, if he says something to you, you got to be ready. And I'm not nearly as quick as those brilliant men. So uh, it was it was definitely um, an exercise in improv. And uh, but we had a, I had a lot of fun on that show, uh, even though it was like a short little stint. It was great to see and to see behind the curtain. And yeah, he is he is exactly what you think as well. Yeah, I know. I I I didn't catch him from the beginning because uh, I wasn't really a late night person. But I'll tell you, the moment I caught his show for the first time. I don't think I missed an episode for the last five years that he did it. I watched him wow. every night. So, wow. and That's I've seen awesome. and I've seen him perform stand up twice too. So I know how brilliant he is. Pretty great, camera. huh? Yeah. I mean, yeah, he does every accent under the sun. Honestly, <laughs> um, I, I saw him when uh, he and Josh performed in Vegas, um, and it was a man. I I, I just been blown away. That, that a lot of talent, a lot of talent. Yeah. You know. Um, so before we let you go, uh, I know we're a, a, just about half, we're actually halfway, if not a little bit more than halfway through this current season without any spoilers, what can we expect to, to see for the rest? You know how hard that is to answer <laughs> without any spoilers. It's so hard. Um, you know, what happens is we all make up and, um, I marry a deadite and we all just live happily ever after. Oh, okay. for you. I mean, they really <laughs> wanted to just take it in a different direction. Sam was like, you know what? Let's go really unexpected. Let's turn this into a telenovela. <laughs> 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 no one will see that coming. No, not at all. Um, no. Uh, well, let's see. This last episode was, uh, uh, last night was a doozy as you've seen. And so, um, you will now see the, the, the trio has formed, the trifecta has formed, but now we get Amanda Fisher in the mix and who boy is that going to throw a ringer in? Um, so I can, I can just say that I'll say who boy, um, now that, that the tables are turned a bit and Lucy Lawless, man, AKA Lucy Flawless. Can we just talk about her for a second? The most beautiful woman. I, the first time I saw her in, on the show, she had no makeup on whatsoever. And she is like, doesn't, she's radiant. She doesn't need, she's one of the, like, I've never seen anybody. I can't, she's my woman crush in life. But anyway, um, she, her character is going to just keep getting revving the vengeance more and more. And what I can tell you is this. Um, for the season finale, because I really can't, I want everyone to be surprised. Yeah. But this is what I can tell you a little behind the scenes um, teaser. Uh, when we were filming the season finale, um, the crew, and that means everybody from makeup to props to everybody, uh, the crew in general, um, who all know what's happening or watching it live. Uh, it's not like any of this is a surprise to them. They've all worked on it and were prepared for this moment. When they saw it actually happening, a couple of different scenes, they actually gagged. Oh, man. They were gagging. I don't know. I'm not going to tell you that's good or bad. I'm just going to say you take that what you will. Yeah. That is that the, the, the final episode is so insane. 
like just when you think we couldn't top with the horror and the the gore and the insanity and the comedy and ooh, ooh. <laughs> I'm telling you, the crew was gagging. Like truly, I, I they came, like I they were there and they were talking about. Oh my god, I had to leave. I had to step outside because <laughs> I was going to ruin the shot because I thought I was going to get sick. Well, that makes me excited. That's that gets me excited more because of the fact, not just the fact that, you know, it's going to be a big season finale, but that also means that Sam and Bruce and Rob and everybody are going to try and top it for season two, which is going to be great. That is, isn't it? And, yeah. it, and it really, oh, I can't, I'm like, I got to be quiet because I'm going to give something away. <laughs> so you're exactly right. And um, everything leading up to that moment, just keep, there are so Many things that are happening in the next few episodes that you are going, your jaw is going to drop. Oh, You're wait. never going to see it coming. I'm like, I'm, can I just tell you, I'm going to give you a visual before you let me go. I am pacing around in my living room right now in a circle, like clapping because I'm, I'm so excited to see it. Um, so I, 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 have, I gotta stop clapping. <laughs> no one is here to see me clap when I'm clapping. Um, but it, it really, it is, they just keep doing it. So, um, I hope, uh, I hope you're, you're happy with, with where it, where it goes. Cause it's a doozy. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> a doozy. I have, I have no doubts it will be, but just so we can make sure you don't spoil anything. Um, Ash versus evil dead stars Saturday nights, nine o'clock on stars. There's still about half the season left, so you can definitely check out Stars On Demand to get caught up on everything that you've missed, and I highly recommend it. Um, on Twitter, uh, I'm Dana DiLorenzo. That's your Twitter handle? Correct. I like I letter M, Dana DiLorenzo. And, then and you, same with Instagram. Oh, same with Instagram as well. Okay. And then uh, DanaDiLorenzo.com is your website as well, correct? Well, sure, <laughs> sort of. It's under construction, but yeah, let's, let's put that out there. Doesn't let's prevent people there. from bookmarking it for later. <laughs> when I get on top of that, when I get on top of that, I got to get some uh, holiday gifts first, and then I'm gonna <laughs> then I'm gonna work on that website that I'm paying for and doing nothing with, and it looks like oh god, you don't no one go, now everyone's gonna go to the website. Oh god, edit that. <laughs> Guys, just go on Facebook. Just, there you go. Find your own Facebook IMDb, and Twitter and Instagram. IMDb. Do any site except Dana <laughs> All right. Forget, YouTube, we, forget we even mentioned DanaDiLorenzo.com. It's too late. Ben, it's too late. God, it's out there. You know why? That's okay. I'd rather... Rather that than spoil something and let something slip about what's coming up. So... That's true. I'll take the hit. That's true. I'll take the hit, but I need to know something. What's that? Are we, are you, are we like kissing and making up now? Or I, I think so. Are you going to so. relinquish your, I, I think can every, we just be friends? Yeah, I think everything's been, everything's been taken care of. I think we're good. Okay, good. <laughs> so. That makes me happy. And I will put in a good word to Mr. Mister Campbell for oh, you. Oh, please do. I would, I would absolutely and, love that. Um, not that I have that much clout, but I will try. <laughs> well, I'm sure at this point you do. So, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. Uh, Dana, we'll... no lie, we've done a ton of interviews. Uh, this has been one of my absolute favorites. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a, probably because like I didn't stop talking, so you were just like, okay, will she answer that question without <laughs> me asking? Okay, now she's going. All right, great. <laughs> Man, I had a great time talking to you, and uh, I have to thank you again for every all the wonderful things you said, and just say to you. Um, and all the all the fans out there who are listening, thank you. And um, we're gonna keep keep trying to to, to top ourselves and 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 make you guys uh, 
hang on and keep coming back for more. So awesome. thank you, everybody who's been watching. Awesome. Really appreciate it. Uh, with that being said, guys, stick around and there will be more Showcast right after this break.